What is going on? First and foremost, my name is Quincy Jones, and to my right, it is the one and only Doc Lesnar. He is uh, the only one in existence <laughs> the, in the world of hip hop and pro wrestling. The hip hop hybrid. I present to you Doc Lesnar. What's going on, sir? Charmed. Charmed. And the only reason I wanted to get through that is because I did want to apologize. Last week, I had a podcast recorded, mm-hmm. and it was planned for release. Unfortunately, we had a major setback, uh, a major technical difficulty going on with the recording. Um, long story short, the episode we recorded, uh, the audio was trash. It was and, shite. Well, it, I, I, I had four... I had. Three, uh, four guests on actually, oh, there, wow. and I had three mics. Well, I, we had four mics, including myself though. So it was five people. Yeah. So one other person was sharing a mic, and so I had to bring out some uh, like that new equipment I had to try mm-hmm. to adapt all the you know the other headphones and the, and the mics and mm-hmm. shit. And for some reason, it didn't record. Like it recorded, but it was shite. I remember my first podcast. Yeah, man. It was um uh. Yeah, we just, we called it the four scores ago. No, we called it a a, a pilot. <laughs> is what, what we called <laughs> it. I think it, it was first fall. It sucked. Oh, our first episode. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I'm pretty sure. I think we may have changed it to that before. It was just like nothing. <laughs> it was just episode one. Test pilot. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what. Oh, I knew man. what it wasn't. It wasn't no heel tape i'll tell you that yeah it definitely was <laughs> anyways shit out of here um quincy jones go quincy yes, jones show yes sir um we're here to make up for it because obviously it's go home for several reasons and we're uh, we're not gonna waste any time got a little bit of news as well yes sir we're gonna get into obviously nxt we're gonna get into uh dynamite obviously yep and a little bit of predictions, man. So uh, go ahead, man. Yeah, so I hope you guys uh, just uh, strap in. It's going to be quite the episode, but uh, we're going to kick it off. WWE News, possible creative plans for the bloodline. Uh, I'll put quote-unquote leaked because, uh, you know, the way I read or, it. Or did it, Leah Key. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Ah, man, man ah, double on time. Boom. If you know. Another wrestling bar. <clears throat> put that on your tape and smoke oh, it. Oh, man, almost the uh, greatest when it comes. Almost. <laughs> anyway, uh, following the announcement of Roman Reigns uh, set to appear at the Money uh, in the Bank event in London as well as the SmackDown Live after, Worked Wrestling recently tweeted out, uh, quote, while plans are still taking shape, one idea discussed for Money in the Bank in London is Roman Reigns and Solo versus the Usos, which would free up Roman for a title defense at SummerSlam. Uh, Roman and Solo are, of course, scheduled to take on KO and Sami Zayn this weekend for Night of Champions, but there's no word yet on whether the undisputed tag titles will be involved in the rumored match with the Usos if it goes down. Again, it's all just discussions, but hey, you know, the uh, rumor innuendo is how we make our bones here on the Quincy Jones Show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Controversy creates cash. Oh, man. Uh, next, uh, minor Bray Wyatt update. feel like I, I kept this headline for a couple weeks I heard. I heard something else about this, but yeah. Please, yeah, please Bray tell. Wyatt apparently has been removed from WWE's internal roster list per PW Insider. Okay, I heard more about that, though. Oh. From what I heard mm-hmm. is uh, the fact that um, – he was removed, but on the same list as other people who are either um, injured okay. or I think their contracts are, like, up in limbo or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's not just him. Okay. Yeah. It's notable. I mean, he's one of the more notable names to add to that list, though. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I wonder if it is still the illness thing that – oh, yeah, I know that was the report going on. But uh, moving on. A little update with uh, – oh, 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 the other little bit I had about – I heard there was something to do with – Suppose the rumor is uh, Liv may be coming back with a character change aligned with him because obviously she really dates Bo. Yeah, that's um, true. Well, so I heard she's really injured right now. So, yeah, I was, I was a, just going to. Well, I was just going to get into that. Oh, I did, okay. I didn't even know. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah was, uh, that Liv was like, Morgan. Uh, she is out of action. Um, yeah. She sustained an injury, uh, and it's unknown amount of time that she will be out. So I think they said separated shoulders is what they said. Oh, but okay. it could be storyline. I don't know. Got you. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it's enough where they had to vacate the women's tag team championships, her and Raquel Rodriguez, and uh, I guess a new champion was crowned on or will be crowned on the May 29th episode of Raw. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But also Dakota Kai uh, appears to be uh, injured as well. It says that she suffered a injury that was worse than what Liv Morgan had in the same match. So uh, both of those uh, ladies, I hope for sure, a speedy recovery. Uh, Moving on to some random stuff. Uh, An update from Michael Cole. Uh, He was not too long ago a guest on the Pat McAfee show where he commented on, uh, you know, maybe retiring and things like that will when will be an appropriate time and he says quote i still got a lot of work to do in this company there's still a lot of stuff to do still have a lot of shows to call i'm 56 now so 60 sounds like a pretty good age to maybe slow down a little bit maybe hmm. so and it should be said i mean be said it says a little bit period maybe we'll period. see i mean I, look if, if he's if he's able to so uh he's very reliable I, what that and the fact that I, I mean from his own lips he talks about you know the this new, you know, re- rejuvenation, you know, being paired up with, uh, what's his name? Um, Corey or Pat? Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, if he keeps him feeling young. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? but Pat's got to come back too, right? Like, the, so. with the way he, everyone keeps talking about the way he just got up from the table when Sami Zayn almost beat, <laughs> almost beat a, a, was a Roman Reigns, I think it was. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Do it, Sami! Yeah, that that was crazy, dude. <laughs> that, was, that was so nuts. <laughs> I'm just like, Whoa! <laughs> Where's that come from? Like, Young Spry? You, you, you didn't go. You didn't go this hard for uh, for Miz back then. Yeah, I mean, you were. Going I mean, hard you, you stopped Miz the dude back. from climbing a ladder, but you didn't jump. Up yeah, that was weak. That was weak sauce. He, he, had, man. he had his he had his Tom, uh, his Tom Cruise Oprah moment, dog. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. That. Oh, man. oh man. But uh, uh, moving on to a guy that you I did find very uh, phenomenal, AJ Styles. I guess that's he uh, recently that's my made, guy. Uh, this is some recent comments by him. First, Flat Earth and all, man. I mean, uh, I'm ex- I accept all his faults. <laughs> hey, come here, you. Uh, well, you know the thing is, um, uh, you know he's getting ready, I believe, to face Seth right in the finals. To, yeah, to crown the, the WWE heavyweight, and you know, I think yep. I had talked off mic about how it seemed like Seth was like very much 
a shoe in to win that title, which is weird because I saw I heard that he had some video where he was going on about I've never been the chosen guy, and it's like you know how many titles you really? won, bro. You were chosen by <laughs> Triple H I was himself. Like, what are you talking, bro? About? You went, like, you went for, you literally were the guy plucked from the 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 shield, like protected, literally, like on screen with a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, Money in the Bank. They handed it to you literally. Yeah, with Kane. Yeah. And then you cash in the money in the bank. No one did that for you. Yeah, but but and, but you and, did and, win. And, you know and what I mean? Is, so it's one of those things. Where his crazy. cash in is one of the most memorable in history. Still, right to this day, he's one of the few guys that have beaten Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's held yeah. every single title. He's he's a Grand Slam champion. Beat Triple H. He's beaten Triple H at he's Mania. Beaten, you know, uh, uh, Evolution. You know, like I was—that's a whole other thing. Got to beat a whole lot of guys with this with the shield. Yeah. Too. So yeah, when yeah, I hear yeah. you going on about, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna, to I'm, a, I'm gonna stoke change, and I'm—it's like, bro, but you won everything except for the world heavyweight championship because they had to bring that back because apparently that lineage is gonna join in uh, on on the old uh, world heavyweight championship. Uh, they're but, they're gonna combine it really yeah i guess they're picking it back up from that's that's i don't yeah. i don't like that but uh, it was said though uh that there was a report because it's gonna I, make I things convoluted a little bit from the stats point yeah. of view you know what i mean well i don't know if you heard rollins and uh lynch have been doing some uh film for marvel lately oh i saw and, the film. i saw so, the film yeah yeah and then he, rollins he actually is uh in the new captain america film yeah, the, so yeah, the, 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 some, yeah that's what i saw he's yeah. playing uh it's part of the Serpent Society. His name's Constrictor, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's, I guess, been some reported hesita- hesitation to maybe put the belt on him because they don't know how available he'll be since it seems like they're both pursuing some outside projects. Yeah, a lot of people. But going back to the AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, he was, you know, asked about the World Heavyweight Championship and if, you know, he feels the same way as, like, the fans who have felt like it's kind of a secondary title. And he says, quote, is it secondary? Well, if the Raw Championship is held by Roman, the SmackDown Championship is held by Roman, then how can you argue that it's not? We had to make a new championship because Roman holds them all. What happens if he decides to wrestle for the World Heavyweight Championship? It is what it is, and we got what we got. If my, we make my, the best of it, yeah. and if and when Roman does challenge for it, we beat the brakes off of him, whoever, whomever it might be, then we'll see what title's secondary. And then he also added in terms of uh, you know going out uh, you know, or I'll say going out, but like wrapping up his career, he says, I have one match in mind the way I'd like to retire. Will it happen? I don't know. I don't know how exactly he It's where he goes. I don't know exactly who it would be, but I got it in my mind who it should be, but we'll see what happens. So I, it's very vague, but you know, just thought it was interesting. Cause you know, he's one of the guys that are older on the roster for sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, the only thing I was going to say is like, you would thought like, you're like, I know he was hurt, but we mm-hmm. we never had we, they never ran it back with this new character uh, with Roman and AJ. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, I mean, he could be the one who could have beat him, but we'll never he's know. He's taken him to his limit before, but now you know he's he brought the best out God of him one hundred percent. So who knows I mean, if, they, if that's gonna? If they're gonna I know, but you're talking about God to AJ Styles. Yeah, word word. You don't want. I know all about God mode. <laughs> I mean, they got. You know, I, I get there every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you. Uh, oh, man. Neck red. My, oh, is it my fingers muddy? <laughs> I, oh, forget, man. I forgot what he says Yo, in the who, song. Who, 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 who song was that supposed James to be? James Storm. That's crazy. You know what yeah. I heard, too, was that uh, um, Bobby Roode was supposed to be Nakamura's, supposedly, is what I heard. But I thought that was also like the Cruiserweight uh, song they were uh, messing with. No, I'm trying to think. Who, somebody in. There's somebody. What, in AW? In WWE, I believe. 
that recently did a Roderick Strong move. And people were going on about, dude, you already took his song. Oh, Drew McIntyre, I guess, did some move. Oh, the sick kick. That's what they're talking about. Because <laughs> Drew McIntyre, I don't hey, know if you know uh... that, he took Roddy's first NXT theme song. And if you hear it, you go, that's Drew McIntyre's song. Like, it's I just mean, missing he, a few pieces. Well, well, the, and you can see now, they took that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, this, even now, oh, some Scottish if you stuff take out here, the like, bagpipe, it's literally like... Bro, yeah, it's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's like, You're, yeah. That's funny. Anyway, uh, and last for WWE news, the uh, seems uh, we've got some hiring and cuts kind of thing. Uh, there's been reports saying that the hiring freeze that was uh, going on in WWE is considered to be over internally. But sources have told WrestleVotes that there is set to be a minor batch of releases prior to uh, Money in the Bank on July 1st. It's being speculated that the cuts might focus mainly on administrative, obviously, you know, with the Endeavor merger with UFC. Uh, but Fightful has since noted that uh, as of WrestleMania weekend, Nick Khan specifically told the roster that there were no plans currently to make any cuts to the on-screen talent, though things could have changed since then. That was early April. So, But I just thought that was worth mentioning. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I figured something was going to happen, especially with the merger. I mean, usually when stuff like that happens, they have to. I mean, like you saw, like not to liken it to it, but like even when um, uh, Elon went <laughs> fucking Twitter, he like laid off. I think like I think it was close to eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because so, he was like, well, "There's so many people that have the same job. Like, why are you here? Why are you still working?" And I feel that. Like, though, why, like, well, and then, but uh, but the funny thing is, it's like a lot of people were, were working at home and from remote, and you're like, "No, you got to come to the office," and they come to the office like. And now you're fired. Yeah, Boom. Now, you're like, dude, I was already at home. I was like, I was already working here. Uh, now I'm here and not working. This is bullshit. It's like, well, we need you here to do your exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we're going to need you to do business yeah, <laughs> on yeah. the way out. Is what yeah, that ser- is. yeah, seriously. Before you go to the pay window. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I was going to get to the other side of the news, but you got something? Oh, no. I'm, I'm still. I have a little bit, um, not for uh, uh, WWE, though. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so, going yeah. to the other side of the Yeah, corner, yeah. That's yeah. why I was like. I was like, I think I got time to thumb, thumb through my Yeah, no problem. Shirt. Well, I'm going to start off with uh, Naomi, uh, or Trinity. Trinity! Or so, Trinity Star, uh, as I should say. Uh, is she, that what it is, Star? That's her, I think that's her. Is it two R's or one R? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you. Uh, but she uh, commented recently on uh, you know joining Impact Wrestling. She said she felt like uh, never wrestling again, but thanks to a good support system and fans wanting her back, ultimately uh, encouraged her to come back to where she wanted to be, which is, was pro wrestling. And on arriving in Impact, she said she felt very welcomed, embraced, and they made sure she was okay and made her feel safe and part of the family immediately. So I thought that was good because, you know, I like, you know, I feel like there's a lot more focus on Mercedes, which I'm going to get to in a second. Uh, you know, than her, and the, they both left for the same reasons, type of thing, you know. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's just say. Um, so yeah, real, real quick, uh, I do have the other names I was talking about with that Bray Wyatt thing for what about the... uh, you were talking about the them moving him to a list. Other oh. people on that list are Champa, R Truth, uh, Gable Stevenson, and Logan Paul. So, oh, they said he's still on payroll, oh, God. so. Oh. I mean, if he's still on payroll, he's still he's still employed. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So I got you. Uh, but yeah, yeah, on to some New Japan news. Okay, um, Will Osprey contract update. Apparently, his contract will be expiring early 2024. And he recently spoke to Fightful, saying a lot of it just comes with confidence. I think I find myself in a really lovely position with New Japan, where I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm a fool not to hear people out. Uh, I want them to be ready for what, what might be my termination of my contract. But who knows? I love to imagine that we are going to work something out but i'd be a fool not to hear everyone out of uh my bad everyone out that you know obviously wants to 
uh, uh, try to garner his attention with a contract, whatnot. But he also said, you know, it does come with the fact I feel like I do get everyone's best performance out of him. I'm very confident in my abilities. I do lack certain things. Like I'm not the biggest fan of my promos. I know I need to work on that. I can't do. This a is promo. Osprey saying that. Yeah, I can't do a promo without swearing. So that's going to be a real hard thing <laughs> yeah. with an American audience. But I'm always willing to challenge myself. So that I mean that I don't think that's that bad of a challenge. I think if he's been doing it for so long, then yeah, it's kind of. I mean, that's like me, you know. Obviously, but but we we learn to cut ourselves down when we even do this podcast. You know what I mean? Like we'll yeah. curse every now and again, but some I, I think in real life we probably I'll, curse I'll, way more. And I, but I, I mean, also think it comes with just like as you kind of grow up too. It's you, just casual you stop, too. Yeah. yeah, it's more casual than it is like deliberate like, in the sense like. But, so, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I did hear he also talked about having to uh, possibly drop the Stormbreaker as a as a move because of uh you know he's been you know. Came, he came back from a really, really bad injury. Yeah, but that moves so tight. Yeah, he said he's going to probably <laughs> have to start doing the, uh, what's it, the blade? I forgot. Uh, Forgive me. I know everyone's fucking, like, yelling at me right yeah, now. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, speaking of New Japan, uh, you know, we had New Japan Strong Resurgence, the pay-per-view last Sunday. That took place in Long Beach. Yeah. One of, that's one of our favorite shows to go. We didn't go this The this Pyramid, year, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a really fun really fun time. A lot of a lot of good show, or not good show, but good, um, good matches. You know? Yeah. I, I, I've yeah. seen a, tons of media. On. It's been really oh, yeah. good. Shout but, out to uh, uh, Tyler Bateman and yeah. um, who was who did he face? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm gonna look it up in a second. Yeah, I, I I did see he got on the he definitely got on the card and there was somebody else and, and there was a few guys we know too uh, that we booked that are part of the new class as well. Oh, so DKC. Shout out to DKC. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, DKC. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. But uh, Aussie Open uh, apparently had to vacate the IWGP and New Japan yeah, Strong Tag Team Championships. Uh, you know, apparently Mark Davis is injured, and uh, you know we did see Kyle Fletcher show up on um, you know Dynamite this week, which I'm sure you'll talk and about. And last week, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so in, in terms of that, you know, the uh, what the California revealed that. Uh, you know, or Kyle did that. Mark had suffered an injury. He, you know, they vacated both sets of the tag titles, and I guess the uh, the tag champions will be crowned at New Japan Dominion on June fourth in Osaka. So, a scheduled three way tag team bout between Aussie Open, House of Torture, and Bishaman uh, will now be House of Torture versus Bishaman, and then. Oh, I guess it's just them two. Just, uh, just those. Oh, two. I, I was thinking there was gonna be another team. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But an interesting note. From Fightful Select, Tony Khan has paid for Mark Davis's meniscus surgery himself. I, dude, okay, something told me. I was yeah, like, while when Aussie you, Open weren't under contract, I knew that. And something as, told me as that's we exactly talked about yesterday. Happened. If you guys don't know, yeah. they are now officially all elite. So I yeah. sat there and when I saw when you sent that to me, I thought to myself, I'm like, I bet you he uh, offered to pay for his uh, surgery or whatever it was. I was like thinking because I didn't know what it was that he actually hurt. Yeah, I just knew it was bad enough for him to have to you know be on the sidelines and i'm i'm in my <laughs> with them not being under contract currently they're like man how am i going to pay for this it's like hey uh, i'll pay for it hey uh fuck it i'll sign with this guy you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know like they're the ones who's offering to pay for well, it well like, said it was he paid for it before they got under no contract, no no so, but that's what i'm saying know, it's, yeah. it's a hell of a yeah it's a hell of a motivator yeah no. as they say the good business. Gesture, say. no but yeah. shout out to them because they're a really good tag team like the the match we're, we're going to talk about later with fletcher yeah is bananas him, him himself is you know i didn't really know much about him but yeah, yeah no i got you and then speaking of uh injuries mercedes monet uh she took on willow uh in the finals to determine the first ever new japan strong women's champion and uh, if you guys have heard by now willow has won that match she is the uh, first ever women's champion for new japan strong but uh the word make of the rounds was uh, mercedes did get injured and it's now been specified as a broken ankle uh unfortunately and uh she'll be out about two to three months which would rule out a forbidden door uh you know appearance but there's still a slight chance that she could be back in time for all 
all out. She in could London, possibly so. appear for a promo, maybe, but yeah, I doubt she'd be. Yeah, you know. And just so you guys know, uh, in the last seven months, Willow she's been working with AW, ROH, New Japan, TJPW, and DDT since November. So, yeah, no, she's been uh, she's been uh, really, workhorsing it for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, and then uh, just to keep it going on, AEW Fight Forever update. Finally, it's been announced by AEW Games that the video game is finally available everywhere on June 29th, which is the Thursday after Forbidden Door, which is. Uh, reportedly two years, seven months, and 20 days after the game was first announced back in November of 2020. So, uh, yeah. they owe us something, man. Yeah, like I mean, but uh, what I can report on to add to that is uh, people noticed that there was some footage that came out where there wasn't any blood, mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega came out and said I that's actually that. a uh, a mode that you can turn off or on. As he showed another clip that had a bunch of fucking blood. It was like uh, Orange Cassidy. I saw that. Yeah, dude. But uh, also, uh, on to add to that, it says, uh, in Fight Forever, you can attack your opponent before the match. Uh, Orange Cassidy can fight with his hands in his pockets. Uh, the barricade moves as you dive into it and such or do whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so tight. that's okay. kind of, you know, it's a little bit more reactive. And also, uh, Pyro can be triggered by you whenever you want during the entrance. And you could also move the camera around during the entrance. That's pretty fun. I can't front. I don't know I the mean, last time you've been able to do something like that. Like I, I, I tried to get a, a, a screenshot on uh, what they had said about the um, the creative suite because there's a creative suite there, but obviously they also made a point to say it's not as obviously advanced or deep as like the 2K. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- there's like a custom arena, custom. Um, I think I don't know if they had belts, but they had. Uh, I think like entrance gear, custom mm-hmm. entrance as well. So, well, I'm only um, gonna want to make people who aren't in the game that get signed in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, who are already signed not, and didn't make the game. I'm not like, looking to make or maybe you know, ROH or something. Bring That's the whole it. bloodline over here. Just, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I can do that on TK. Like, yeah. just, like download them on that game. Yeah, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? so. And then uh, my final bit is uh, we're just gonna say all things AEW Collision. It's finally mm. been announced. Uh, you know, it, I believe I can't remember what day it was uh, that the uh, formal announcement went out. But TNT launches the second night of wrestling with AEW Collision, featuring headliners Thunder Rosa, Miro, Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, Andrade Iladolo, and many more. Uh, set to come Saturday, June seventeenth. And then we see the uh, official graphic. You see like Samoa Joe's on there as well. Orange Cassidy. Oh, you mean Nitro? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> MJF is on there. FTR is on there as well as uh, House of Black. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, the logo. Don't get me wrong. It looks cool from the sense of, oh man, that's cool that somebody Soldier. on 2K made yeah. a version of this <laughs> for AEW and uploaded uh, it. Like you know what I mean? But it's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, like you guys are really embracing. Like yeah, we're like. But it's like, but you weren't WCW. So I, in my mind, I go, is it a TNT thing or can are they subject to get sued by WWE? You know what I mean? I, I, don't, like, I mean, because that's that all that. Okay, you know what? I didn't even think about that part. Because my thing is, it, I'm not even the best person at Photoshop, right? I I, mm-hmm. I do my thing. I made a stupid ass little, you know, back when I when I thought I was in love. Um, <laughs> I, I made my own WCW, you know, because it was Woman Crush Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember I made my own like makeshift WCW like Nitro sign like mm-hmm. that, and and it was it looks literally just like that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, got you. And I'm just like super amateur. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why I was like. 
Like, wait, what? I could have done this. Like, all I had to do was, like, write collision and put the AW <laughs> logo on top. Man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I exactly. mean? So, and then, oh, and then TNT on the bottom. So, yeah. was, But but uh, the reason this made news, not not just because it's official now, because it's been speculated. Yeah, speculated not just because we're making fun of it. Exactly. It, it's also because, you know, CM Punk was heavily attached to this, you know, and there was this whole thing of... Rumored to be, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah was yeah. it going to split the locker rooms up? Is it going to be, like, a, a unofficial, official brand split sorts uh, a thing? Or, you know, who's going to be on there? you know was it is it going to be as a tool to keep people away from me from each other to coexist etc and so obviously omitted from the uh you know the announcement and the you know the 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 graphic was cm punk and at some point someone from the network said cm punk is not like in at all involved or related to things having to do with aw collision and then at the end of the week the 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 uh, motion was that's they a lot of people didn't know who went out their way to say that, but they were like, why would you say that publicly? Like, that's stupid. You should have yeah. waited for the for this thing to, to play out. And so that was the yeah. big thing coming out of it is, is CM Punk part of it? Because CM Punk's been making the news, calling out like Brian Alvarez and stuff. And honestly, if you guys haven't seen it by now, I'm not going to read it. It's it's really good stuff, but, you know, he just calls out Brian Alvarez on his story and things like that. But apparently there was he good talk. He wouldn't be the only one that calls out Brian Alvarez Yeah, on no, story, not at all. So, yeah. But uh, this is per Wrestling House. Uh, you know, yeah, this I heard about out this by, from by Houseman, Wrestling, right? Exactly. Yeah, Houseman, yeah. It's his... Uh, uh, or is that who is that? I, I believe so. Oh, okay, maybe that's why it's, it's spelled like that. But it yeah. says uh, CM Punk is still with AEW. It sounds like he is motivated and wanting to help the company's growth whenever, however, he can. Punk's relationship with Tony Khan also appears to be on sound footing, with no issues between the two men and communication remaining open. And then it said that you know Fightful learned that during the meeting between Punk and Jericho, that Jericho mentioned the possibility of Ace still returning to the company in some capacity, mm-hmm. with the belief that people working together in harmony could alleviate some tensions and show that every. Everyone was willing to do business. Fightful was told there was a meeting this week between AEW and Punk, and it was extended to Punk that Steel would have to would have the ability to be with the company and work directly with Punk. However, it was made clear that Ace would be not be able to be at AEW TV, and we haven't learned specifically how Punk reacted to this. This is at the time, right? And then going back to Wrestling Purists and Wrestling Haas or Haasman, I'm sure Ace Steel. Uh, they say Ace Steel was rehired by AEW several months yeah. ago, but has that. not been like, actively working in the backstage area. I think he's been working remotely. Yeah, so, I think they told him he wasn't not to be at the tapings or something. Yeah, it says upon his rehiring, he was told he would be working with Tony Khan and Creative in some capacity, but his presence backstage would upset some talent. Uh, they go on to say Tuesday, the decision was made not to bring Ace Steel back on the road once Collision debuted as previously understood, and Punk learned of it shortly after. There was some miscommunication between lawyers and Punk was pulled from the coll- Collision announcement after that. Um, and, you know, so since then, it had, you know, they were even saying, they were, you know, there's rumors going on, uh, even through Meltzer, who people were able to find out that there was no credible source. Someone just said it in a comment, and Meltzer ran with it oh that they God. might have been looking for alternative venues to run Collision in case. I heard something you like know, that, and too. they were looking at Daily's place possibly, but those are just rumors. And it was announced on last night's edition of Dynamite yeah, uh, by TK himself. It is going to be at the United Center in Chicago. Which Illinois, just still doesn't you know. mean anything. I mean, he could still just well, be. Well, I got I mean? more on that. Meltzer oh, okay. has since reported that 
Punk will absolutely be at AEW Collision uh, in Chicago. Uh, and then, uh, I guess, following a final meeting with Tony Khan that apparently went well. And there are a number of other issues uh, that were worked out, including an agreement that nobody will speak publicly on the brawl after All Out last year. Because that was the other report that went out, was that Punk received some legal work. So a lot of people thought he was getting yeah. sued, but it was just things. Probably not non-disclosure. Not, yeah, exactly. It said yeah. it was it was documents were sent to, to Punk to be signed, which covered speaking speaking about subjects, disparagement clauses, and in, uh, ensuring he appears at scheduled TV dates, largely to protect AEW in several situations going forward. You yeah, because so, the difference is he had that podcast was what was called after he left. Exactly. So he's still under contract, technically. So he's like, nah, bro, you ain't going to be able, you know, I ain't going to let you over here talk all this and spill the beans on shit. You know what I mean? Even though he's been spilling the beans himself, Tony. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah, and uh, I just, don't blame him. So yeah. And just two more notes uh, following this. You know, a lot of people are wondering if, if, you know, can he coexist with some guys in the back? You know, obviously Jericho seems like he's kind of walking it back a bit and is open to doing business. The big question, obviously, is, is the elite. I don't think the Bucks are ever going to get on that track, but Kenny's been reported as somewhat he, he being has there. Said, yeah, he, he and, has said wanting to work together. Or yeah, capacity, exactly. But, yeah. And I wanted to note that following last week's uh, AW Dynamite when the elite reunited, uh, he cut a promo off air for the live crowd. I did hear about this. Yeah, where he said, you know, uh, the main thing is that if there's one thing that this proves, Hangman, it's that bitter enemies, bitter rivals, men that once hated one another can sit in a room, can sit in a ring and hash it out for the greater good, which made a lot of people think that was kind of a uh, not just about Hangman, also about, you know, current events type of thing. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I'll say with AW Collision, which I think is a more positive thing and not so much about CM Punk, is that it is sound, uh, it's been reported uh, that Brian Danielson yeah, had is involved well. with uh, is going to be involved with creative. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, according to Fightful Select, Brian Danielson will play a key role in the creative direction of AEW Collision. Uh, obviously, he did some creative work in WWE, which sources have said, you know, when he helped out with creative, he was, uh, you know, uh, uh, they said he had very great, uh, they had great things to say about, you know, his demeanor and the way he was going out of his way to pitch things and stuff like that. So it bodes well for him to be on the board because I guess he's on there uh, with uh, Tony Khan, obviously, Will Washington, not sure who that is. Dude, uh, I, I can't believe he's, a, this dude's a po- like no no shade to him, but he's a podcaster. And he well, just, Washington, he literally just got the oh, he's all elite. I think like a week or two ago. Oh wow! And um, shout out to Stellar J. He because I was like, why does this guy look familiar? He's like, dude, because he's a podcaster. He's like, and they just hired this guy on as a writer. I was like, oh wow, what? I was like, come on, dude. Like, what? well, I like the other ones. I mean, it sounds like uh, Pat Bucks, Sanjay Dutt, QT Marshall. Yeah, and it sounds like it says uh, Dean Malenko and Chris Daniels will also offer creative input. Yeah, as well. I think Jerry so, Lynn as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, you got to get it's the a net. good team, man. It's always great to have the new effing show. Got to. Got to. Um, but the only other thing I had about Collision and, you know, is uh, is being reported that the ticket sales or the, I guess the pre-sales weren't doing too well. Oh, yeah. You uh, this is not that. me trying to rain on them, but it says uh, AW's Collision sale uh, ticket sales are disastrous, according to Dave Meltzer. So I'll take with that a grain of salt. Well, I did hear that there while there was a thunderous cheer that, you know, Tony was able to confirm Chicago that there was also it was a, a collective mixed. of booze. It yeah. was a little mixed, so, yeah. But if it's in Chicago, I can't imagine. Maybe that's all they're waiting on is to see to, for Chicago, you know, for CM Punk to be confirmed. You know I, mean, I mean, who knows? But last time he wasn't, and they all showed up. You know, yeah, that, that, very true. So, so who knows? Um, but yeah, according to Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Radio, AW Collision in Newark, New Jersey, on July 22nd has only sold 3,500 tickets. 
uh, Toronto, uh, Ontario, because you know they're going to be doing the whole Canada thing for the first couple. Uh, besides yeah, that's the, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the Chicago one, so Ontario, Canada, in June twenty fourth, only sold sixteen hundred. And then uh, this is uh, the more uh, deliberating because of the fact that, or debilitating, I should say, because this is the one before Forbidden Door. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. so it's like the day before. Gotcha. Um, and then um, it also said that AEW's Collision June 29th uh, taping has sold less than 600 tickets. Hmm. Dang, okay. Yeah, which it said I most I mean, 600 is not bad, but it's not, it's, there's no comma. That's that's alarming. No so. comma. Yeah. All right, we'll see what's up, man. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, like I said, just... Come to Cali. We'll see what's up. <laughs> hey, man. I might go. Shit, it's a Saturday. Hell, I'm, I might even bring a couple friends. Yeah, hell yeah. Sell a couple. T- hell yeah, man. Pop a couple beers. Spear motherfuckers. Spear. I watched a couple dudes super kick a couple months. I didn't cuss. That was Randy Orton. That was paraphrase. It was, it was an impersonation. <laughs> yeah. That was a direct quote. But uh, no, yeah, so I guess, is that the, the news? Yes, sir. All right. Well, um... All right, you let me know, dude. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, no, I, I can breeze through this, man. Because I, mean, I know. I know you got. Why don't we? Why don't I go NXT? We take a break, and then uh, if you want to come back, and then we could do uh, yours and predictions. Sound good? All right. <laughs> I'm I don't want to hear shit about this Corey J and the final shit, though, man. Oh, jeez, man. Uh, we kick it off NXT uh, women's tournament match semifinal. Lyra Valkyria taking on Cora Jade. Uh, and, you know, I'll say the ups. The match starts off with a quick pace, great back and forth action. And I do like there's a point where Lyra botches a springboard and Cora's wherewithal, top notch. For someone that's that young and is still soaking wet, in my opinion, she got there. Like, she caught her. And and you know it was uh to me like okay that that's some professional shit right there. I think that's a little bit of that dog that's been in oh, there. <laughs> but the downs are the fact that Lyra did slip very early into the match while ah, attempting shit. a springboard attack. And I will say the shit. finish was kind of lackluster. Um, you know, and there was some cool spots. You know, Jade hit that. You know, Ambrose used to do that uh, rope threaded shotgun drop kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. She hit that, and you know, uh, Lyra got her Northern Light suplex that she likes to do. She hit a capture suplex as well. But basically, what happened is Cora charges at Lyra for an attack, but misses, causing her to land throat first on the middle rope. And then when she turns around, she just hits that spinning roundhouse kick, like it's basically the Black Mass. But it just was didn't. It just came. It didn't come out of nowhere. It was just like a. Oh, I guess we're going home. Like that's kind of how it felt. So that's why I thought it was lackluster. So but she did she win the championship? No, she's in the finals. Oh, I kept thinking yeah. she already was in the. No, finals. we're okay. we're we're in the semis right now. So, but I think they're gonna fight next week uh, for the title. I think is what it looks like. I don't who, think it's who, gonna who be she about, facing. I'll, I'll get there. Okay, for sure. Yeah, oh, okay, so, okay, bad, bad. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the main. So there's uh, another one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Post match though, Jade chop blocks Lyra from behind, then uses her kendo stick to target uh, her leg before leaving. Later on, ah, we, nice we, heat, we, nice heat. Yep. Uh, later on, I thought it was gonna go down that night, so that's why I thought it was as good. But hmm. later on, Lyra's in the trainer's room and she re- reveals to Mackenzie that her knee is bruised and swollen, but doesn't feel any tears or ligament damage. Uh, then La- uh, Lyra vows to uh, rehab all week and watch the other semifinal match in the meantime. It says uh, if. If it was her choice, she would, uh, you know, choose Roxanne to go against because she thinks she's the best on the roster right now. So, uh, next we got Davicato. He uh, beat Axiom with the uh, bottle. I forgot about him. Yeah. Is, he, is he standing up again? Uh, he went down <laughs> to his knee again in this match, uh, but man. he did beat him with the bottle bomb. Uh, Post match, Cato continues his assault on Axiom when Reggie appears without a mask on and in blue gear to make the save and evade Cato before sending him to the floor. Of course, he lands on his feet, so it's not like a big, you know, spot. But 
Uh, Kato's enraged and tries to re-enter the ring, but is stopped by like eight referees for some reason. They came out of nowhere. And then Reggie tries to extend a handshake to Axiom, but they exchange words off mic instead while the fans chant hug it out. It's nah, just, man. I don't no, want to see no, no super. Up, no I, down. It's, I mean, it's a down that it's keep going, but just a happening. I don't want to see no super Reggie. Cool. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts. Tony D is in the interrogation Mike room Dang. with cops. And now, I didn't get a chance to watch last week, so I don't know what happened. But cop, this one cop comes in. He asks Tony why his name keeps coming up in investigations. And uh, D'Angelo says, hey, my nose is clean. I'm an upstanding pillar of society. I wouldn't hurt a fly. You know, cop says, hey, well, we received a tip on you, uh, which he goes, oh, tip, you take tips. Hey, I can get out of here real quick. I can give you a tip right now. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> misinterpreted. And are you trying to bribe me and all this stuff type of thing? Uh, and then the cop reveals there's a video he obtained from an informant. He goes, oh, you mean a, a rat? And he goes, no, an informant. I don't think I know what you mean by that, sir. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And I'll be honest, this was fun and I'm going to keep going with it, but it felt like it was really uh, inspired by like the new in uh, was it interrogation or raw confession show that's on uh, I think it's on A and E you know what I mean and it's just like I to me the way it's shot it's exactly the same way you know what I mean but anyway the cop plays a video to Tony that seems to depict him doing something illegal but he plays it cool and says nah the footage is at nighttime the frame is a little dirty and the quality's too grainy to see anything it's but I guarantee you that's, yeah he goes that's <laughs> not me in the video and then another cop or then the cop leaves the room momentarily to talk to another cop who came in and said hey you need to hear uh, we just got new information on Mr. D'Angelo and so when they leave you see Tony kind of try to eavesdrop on the door <laughs> and then so then we come back to it later the cops finally come back Tony asked if he's good to go as he's, you know, I got to take my mother to the grocery store, you know, and they tell him he's not going to go home tonight and ask him to stand up with his hands behind his back. And he's like, what? You got to be kidding me. And he does comply. But one cop reads him his rights while he begrudgingly gets arrested and taken into custody. So mm. um, and that plays into some other stuff, which I'll, I'll get into in a little bit. Uh, Braun Breaker vignette only brought this up. It was good because he says. You know, he looked back at all he accomplished in the last year and did for the NXT brand and says he didn't do it all just to pass the torch to someone he thinks he's better than. Mm. Says Melo can have the torch because he plans on burning this bitch down. Mm. And says, we ain't, we ain't the same. Uh, I just woke up and realized who I am. Uh, he's not coming to Lowell, Massachusetts to witness a homecoming. He's coming to dish out a massacre in front of all of his family and friends. Yeah, because he's from Boston, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. So, And, you know, I'll just go to, to the other side of that because Carmelo also had a vignette. Which I thought was weird that there was no go home anything, you know. But um, you know, Carmelo Hayes, he, you know, he's shown being in, you know, in his cities, interviewed, you know, on the radio. Uh, he's being championed by a different radio station, you know. What I mean, he's got his belt. You see him getting his hair braided, you know. He's talking about the match. Uh, he's invited as a special guest to a Celtics game where he actually takes a photo that. with yeah, Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. I meant, I, meant, I meant to send that footage to you because he posted it on his Instagram when they they were like, with there. Donnie. No, 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 no. He, oh, it was him and Trick, like literally, like kicking it right before a uh, tip off. I just thought that was a good. Yeah. That was a good, was good look. look. I was like, yeah. wow, during oh, playoffs, okay. hell yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, yeah. And then uh, he got invited as a special guest to Cooper's Restaurant, you oh, know, nice. which is okay. you know, a famed seafood place over in Boston. So uh, he notes the last time he was in NXT, uh, or last time NXT was in Lowell, he was there as a fan. So you know, serendipitous to be back as you know the top champion in the brand. The so Lowell thought, Loop. Okay. Yeah, and then you know I might as well just get there too because this was throwaway. Hank Walker took on his partner Tank Ledger to get reps. You know, Hank and Tank. Yeah. Um. This is all I'll say. Shoulder block, scoop slams, and power slams by both, and then they hit a double cross body spot, and Hank just happens to roll on top of the other and wins. Yeah. Um. 
Afterwards, Braun mm-hmm. enters and spears them both. And then looks down the camera and says, I'll see you on Sunday, champ. So that's why I just got that out the way now. You know? All right. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on with that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, let's see. Going on to uh, Gallus, uh, which is kind of plays back to Tony D. Gallus have an in-ring segment where they kind of joke and mock Tony D for being detained and hint that it doesn't look like they'll be seeing him for a very long time, which last I saw him, they came into the pub. And they made it seem like almost on some Italian mob, you know, Scottish mob. Watch, Meet up type yeah, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> or, or more like watch who's, who's you know, you're in my territory uh, type of thing. You know, so I don't know if they're playing off that. So it seemed, I don't know, I was getting, I was kind of getting some of the anarchy vibes. Like hmm. we set up another IRA. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? So uh, they start, they start yeah. on the Creed Brothers. but Fucking the chibs. <laughs> exactly. They start on the Creed Brothers, but the they uh, they come out to challenge them face to face. Donnybrook breaks out and Joe Coffey, bro, I you need to see this. He gives an absolute spud, spud right to Jul- Julius's chin, bro. Oh. And he even like, you could see him kind of hesitate, like, oh, shit, I got, like, I got hit for real. And then they get back to it, you know. Firefight, firefight. Fire exactly. Fight. But, uh, you know, the, the numbers Man. game comes into play, but stacks comes down, evens the odds, and they all send Gallus packing. And then later on, you see the Creeds uh, thanking stacks in the back for having their back, despite uh, having their differences. But stacks reminds them, hey, you guys weren't the only ones screwed over by Gallus, uh, you know, in their three-way title match at the last pay-per-view, whichever it was. You guys were the only – used guys wasn't yeah, the yeah, only right? ones. And then stacks yeah, yeah. he noticed. He notes, hey, Gallus is going to have Joe Coffey, you know, and offers to have his their back for the, you know, you know, maybe we could work out an arrangement. You guys have my services to watch your back kind of thing. And they respectfully decline and say, hey, you know, no offense, but we've been burnt too many times by trusting people, which is weird because they just trusted Braun Breaker not too long ago and got the dub. Yeah, but, true. But, but I'll leave that one alone. I mean, they also got Ivy already. Yeah. There's it, that. It, yeah, very true. And then, I mean, but, shouldn't uh, you be uh, worried about your boss in jail? Yeah, exactly. And and so th- to that, you know, you know, he, and he doesn't take offense. He understands. And they said, look, man, when we win these belts from Gallus, uh, you know, once your boss, you know, or Tony D is back from detainment, like you guys will be the first up to get a shot. So there's that. You know what I mean? So, mm. We'll see. That's a bad lieutenant. <laughs> uh, Tyler Bate takes on Eddie Thorpe. Uh, he, mm. And, uh, you know, I'll just say pre-match because I think I was telling you there's this weird thing with him and Wes and then Joe Gacy wants a shot. And so uh, Wes says, you know, he's, he's in the back with McKenzie. He thought he could trust Tyler but doesn't know anymore, especially with Gacy stirring the pot. But he says everyone's doing what they can to stop his history-making title reign. Maybe I just need to stop being friends with everybody. And then Tyler walks in and he offers the handshake. But Wes is like, you can save that, bro. Like, you know, uh, you can stop. You don't have to pretend to be my friend anymore I already gave you a title shot kind of thing and he walks off and then Tyler tells McKenzie that you know just because he's interested in the North American title has no bearing over his respect for Wes and what he's done and uh, says you know Gacy's a different breed but he looks forward to taking them both on at Battleground uh, and then he has a match like I said against uh, Eddie Thorpe uh, Wes does join on commentary uh, Booker I'll say it's a up. He tries to stir the pot even more with Wes and Tyler. Uh, with Wes and Tyler, because Wes is on commentary, and uh, I'll say there's some great counters by Thorpe to illustrate his pre-match preparation for bait. Uh, but it's very slow action from every angle. I'll say, but spots I'll say is uh, you know Eddie hits this 
rebound twisting cross body looked pretty cool. Uh, but Bate hits a you know mid rope diving Euro European uppercut, T bone suplex, standing you know shooting star press, rope bounce lariat, and then the Tyler driver ninety seven for the win. Post match though, Gacy attacks Bate, uh, and then West leaves the commentary table to make the save. But Gacy avoids contact at the right moment, and West punches Tyler. And then so then he's trying to like let you know explain and while he does that, Gacy hits a two for one upside down. I really figured, yeah. really good look for him, man. Double and then, double area. Yep, uh, yep. And then raises the North American title. Ava is shown uh, ringside smiling. And then uh, when they come back from break, footage is shown uh, during the break of Wes and Tyler arguing and shoving each other. You know, following the uh, malfunction at the junction kind of thing. But you know, is what it is. So. Uh, Noam Dar took on Nathan Frazier, um, and you know what? Nathan beat him. This is a down for me because he Noam is supposed to defend his Heritage Cup against Dragon Lee and has literally no momentum going in there. Maybe they're going to make it a three-way. I mean, they should do it now. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about it. I was like, well, this is the go-home, so they they, they kind of ran out of time to do it if they were. If they were but. Yeah, I mean uh, – I don't know. I mean, to be honest, there's this was good. Uh, definitely some really cool um, action. Like Frazier, you might have told me this. He does the AJ moonsault reverse DDT, but he does the falling DDT like Christian. So it, it's like he no, he, changed, he changed it. Oh, okay. It used to be the eye of the hurricane he would do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's what I saw him do. And uh, at one point, I will give props. Noam Dar did a full Nelson slam into a cross armbar. So that was really oh, cool. That's, that's pretty nice. Yeah, very, very innovative. But uh, basically what happens is Dragon Lee comes down to ringside to check out the Heritage Cup, which distracts Dar long enough at ringside that he eats a suicide dive from Frazier, and then he throws him in and hits the Phoenix Splash for the win. I was like, Phoenix Splash on free TV? Damn, bro. Okay. Yeah, I think that's his finish, though. Yeah. Uh, Gigi Dolan had an in-ring promo, down, down, down. This shit just took way too long just to get to a weaponized cage match, which is set for next week. I hate that this is still going on. Weaponized. Thorley. No one else cares about this. So the Asylum match. Yeah. Basically. Uh, let's see. I got <laughs> got uh, Luca. Or the Cru six steals of whatever the fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Von Wagner takes on this guy. So remember the guy I told you who was like, you're a freak or this guy likes head jokes or whatever. And he got goozled <laughs> yeah, in the back. Was so, so it turns out he's an actual talent named Luca Crucifino. And he's this lawyer gimmick. And so pre-match, he's in front of a courthouse in awe, giving people his business card and saying, you know, it's a very cringe. Like, like I don't know. You could tell it's not his choice to be that character because it doesn't flow well. It's like the verbiage is all right, but it's like he's not delivering it good like he believes it. You know what I mean? And he's like, you know, uh, I guess we'll have to settle this in the ring. But once I'm done with Von Wagner, he'll regret not settling this out of, outside of court. That makes zero sense. Exactly. I'm like, the ring is outside like, of court, bro. Like, having to risk bodily harm. Yeah. Further bodily harm. <laughs> exactly. In the ring in the sanctioned match. Yeah. Or taking him for what he's worth and stringing him out in court for as long as it takes since you obviously know how the court works. Like, yeah, exactly. And so, ups are that's weird. Fans are immediately behind Wagner, chanting, chanting loud how he's going to kill Luca. Wagner's going to kill you. Like, That's I was weird. very surprised. But, yeah, very much. Uh, spots would be, uh, you know, we get a big boot from Vaughn. Uh, uh, Luca actually hits the quick draw, the hip toss neck breaker, uh, which mm. I was surprised. And then Luca sends Vaughn to the floor to, and then goes to Stone to bully him. And he snatches the picture out of Stone's inside pocket. 
and he starts going on about, oh, look at this freak. He's a freak. He's a freak. Just, of course, as Von Wagner gets to his feet behind him. He has no idea. And, of course, you know, the whole crowd starts chanting, you messed up, you messed up, clobbers him with a clothesline. Uh, and then he throws him into the ring, and he, he's, like, tied up in the ropes, and he just keeps clobbering him with clubs until he gets DQ'd. So Luca technically wins via DQ. Right. And what's weird, though, is post-match, Vaughn throws him hard into the barricade and then goes to powerbomb Luca onto the announcer's table. But Stone talks him out of it. He's like, dude, this is not how, you know, this, we need to win matches. Like, this is not going to do anything. And then they go to walk off, and then he turns back around and powerbomb. And let me, I'll tell you, what? it's a high-impact powerbomb on this table, and it just kind of partially breaks. Like, you see it sort of collapse. But it doesn't break. But you're just like, fuck. Like, that was a, you know, whether it broke or not, like, that was a the pretty good powerbomb. It's like, like, man, the way it budged. And then, and then the crowd starts chanting one more time. So I'm just like, is he kind of low-key turning into, like, a that's weird. face? Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't like it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then we get to, uh, you know, the sort of main event. Uh, Tiffany Stratton took on Roxanne Perez. Mm. Um, ups right away. high pace offense right out the gate. One point Stratton cartwheels out of a running head scissors attempt, landing on her feet, you know. Uh, and then another time she goes for the PME, lands on her feet, but keeps back tumbling into a roll. I was just like, yo, this athleticism is off the charts. Like, she's she's great with this. And then uh, she targets Roxanne's arm and back again, doing a ab stretch at one point to continue to, you know, the the little things she said that she identified she needed to work on. So I, I like seeing that she's following up on those words. You know what I mean? Uh, some downs, though, is Stratton botches a top. You know that uh, when someone's on the top rope and then you sweep their foot? So they land back first or shoulder yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a nasty looking landing for Roxanne. It was very badly botched. Is, so I do was, you think it was possibly because of her height? That well, it's like I, a lower trajectory. I would think that's part of it. And but also, force, yeah. this is something to think about. Commentary mentioned into the, as the match is starting how Roxy or Roxanne, I'm sorry, is 21, but is the veteran going into the match. Mm. Interesting on experience wise, yeah. and I think that yeah. very much played a part in everything. So, but um, yeah, man. I mean, there's some good action in here. I'm not gonna bore you with stuff, but I mean, the, at one point, you know, she does hit that basement cave in stomp that Stratton, Stratton. I mean, she loves to do. At uh, one point, Roxanne goes for a diving cross uh, crossbody, but Tiffany catches her. You know, Cena style rolls back, throws her on her shoulders, and uh, hits the uh, you know, rolling fireman's carry. She hits a sky high at one point too. It's really good. I never. Uh, I never seen a woman hit a sky. Yeah, it, and it was rebound. It was really cool, kind of like how how Kenny does it. Sometimes I was just about to ask about that if if, the, if she spun with it or if it was just like uh, uh, was it the yeah, no, she spun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And what I liked too earlier on, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Roxanne, she went for a suicide dive and she caught her on her shoulders, fireman style. Oh shit. Yeah, I was like, man, this is pretty, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty impressive, you know. She went but for Roxy, that clash of the Titus. Yes. <laughs> Roxy hit uh, a jumping avalanche, uh, Hurricane Rana. You know how they jump nice. from the, you know. And then uh, she has that float over Russian lake sweep. She does for a very near fall. But at one point, she goes for pop rocks. Tiffany counters and she hits the rolling fireman's carry and the PME uh, to win in advance to the final. Oh, that's big that she beat her. Yeah, and then uh, post match, Lyra, you know, she gets, she gets, she goes out there, leg wrapped, exchange words, obligatory camera shot, belt in the middle, that thing, and then uh, you actually see Roxy's on her way to the back, and she gets attacked by some hooded masked oh, it's person. The, it's the the one that's been attacked, I guess, and yeah, just yeah. runs off. But to be honest, it looks like a reject <laughs> from retribution, dog. Like oh, 100 percent. Like like it really does. Like especially like, from that like, era where it's where probably the like Chelsea mask Green. was bigger than her face. Yeah, dude. It, it, it's it's, 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 it's like, like probably like, one of the ones that didn't end up being on TV. 
right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But possibly. They're you like what, one of the body doubles, I guess. Exactly. And the then the, the very last thing, and this is just to sell this, you know, this. So Dijak and Ilya. I was about to ask about that. I was surprised had, that they had, had, a, had a Peter Griffin chicken fight all night. Oh, shit. Yeah, so okay. Dijak, he comes into the arena, attacked immediately by Ilya like he did weeks ago to him. He blindsides him with a jumping knee smash, hurls him hard into a roll-up door nearby, and teases dropping it on his midsection but gets swarmed by referees and stopped. Later on, Ilya's in a locker room explaining why he attacked Dijak, and before he can end his promo, Dijak kicks the door open, and there's people in the locker room, you know, and he's like, Ilya! Ilya! like Bro, and so they start brawling again, but it's very short because, you know, the people in the locker room break him up, and then... Uh, at this point, Dijak starts to make his way to the ring because they have to they have to sign this hold harmless agreement for a last man standing match. Oh, so, um, which means they can go anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he's on the way to the ring, and of course he's blindsided again by Ilya, and they continue to brawl ringside. He hits uh, this Inzaguri, and then uh, he goes for the torpedo Moscow, but crashes into the steps, and then gets Bill thrown over the barricade by Dijak. Dijak then signs the hold harmless agreement because it's on a clipboard. He has it on the announcer's table and signs it. Then goes goes back to chase after him, but security and referees come out, so he fights them off. Then goozles him and goes for a choke slam, <laughs> but Ilya is able to fight it off, and then he starts oh chopping God. away at the big man in a frenzy and then hits a big chop where he goes over the barricade so then he walks over signs the agreement fights off security as well and then Dijak climbs back over and hits a big boot and then threatens the referees starts to pick up the still steps i didn't like this very much he picks him up over his head you're a big man you don't need to do that yeah, yeah. and so of course when he charges at him Ilya like kicks him in his stomach and he does this like hulk because he's holding him upside down no, there it, it's so old, it's that old cane spot they, it, that's they either, i was gonna say that they but either they like know. drop kick him or it falls yeah. or they they uh they uh drop toe hold him but he here's my first. but here's my problem at least kane will hold it where it's upright and he would you know but the way he has it upside down when he gets kicked in the stomach, he has to do this whole realistic roll of it so it lands Jeez. just right. So his head, you know, yeah, and yeah. so that looked hokey as fuck. I, I will uh, say that. Like, that's something that I didn't like. But uh, he fell backwards on his back. And I don't know <laughs> if you've seen that uh, Dragunov does this thing where he, it's like a, if you're laying, the opponent's laying on the back, he'll just do this leaping, like, uh, forearm. forearm. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he runs and jumps off the steps and does it. But after that, uh more referees start to spill out, and then Dijak kind of, like, uses the apron to slowly get to his feet while you see uh, Ilya standing on the steps like a madman, like, punching his face, his own face, and, like, ripping at his hair and, like, telling him to bring it on. And, you know, they're just selling the whole, you know, who's going to be the last man standing, you know? And so that's how it went off the air. Well, they went off. They were some cheesy, like, vignette for the event, which I didn't really care for, but that was the last piece of business. So. I mean, it's not a bad way to go off if you're going to go. I mean, because they're like, and don't forget about these two yeah. forces that we cannot contain them. Exactly. And I'm going to say this. I don't know if we're going to do predictions on, the, on Battleground or on, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, not Money in the not Bank, but Champions. But th- th- this is the card. For Battleground. Last Man Standing, Dijak versus Ilya Dragunov. Uh, we have the Creed Brothers or the Diamond Mine taking on the them Gallus Boys, uh, which is for the NXT Tag Team Championships. The Heritage Cup is on the line, uh, defended by Noam Dar, taking on Dragon Lee. We have a uh, triple threat. It's Joe Gacy and uh, Tyler Bate challenging the reigning champion, uh, North American champion, I should say, Wes Lee. And then, of course, the main event, Carmelo Hayes defending the NXT title in his hometown of Massachusetts against Braun Breaker. So... 
Uh, I think it's going to be a fun fun card. Uh, it's Sunday, but it'll be competing with Double or Nothing, which uh, you'll have a little bit more on as we uh, get into that AEW re- review. But, uh, yeah. I concur. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take a much-needed break, and then we'll get right into Dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Washburn with Winter Circle Pro, and here to tell you guys about our brand new show going down Friday, July 28th. We present Paid in Full. Tickets on sale right now, pre sale, $25 for front row, $20 for general admission. You can get your tickets right now at paidful.eventbrite.com. Once again, that is paidful.eventbrite.com. We have the world championship on the line as well as tag team contendership and a three way tag team match soon to be announced. And the newest and the first P4P pound for pound champion Slice Boogie, a.k.a. the mystery entrant in the marathon match, will defend his championship against Lucas Riley. More on that as we unveil the rest of the talent announcements going on in the weeks to come. But again, get your tickets now. Paidfool.eventbrite.com. Once again, paidfool.eventbrite.com. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. He's the third man. He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Your time to light the fuse. We are back, and uh, I'm gonna get right into it, man. Uh, Orange Cassidy opens up with another international championship match against Kyle Fletcher of Aussie Aussie Open. Um, obviously, it was, uh, you know, made it known he wanted a shot at the title. Yep. This is a really good match, man. I definitely would, uh, you know, I was open, you know, my eyes open for a little bit about Kyle Fletcher. I know him more as a tag team guy. He had a lot of dope uh, uh, spots in this one. Uh, he had this one where I, the only thing I could describe it as is, like, he caught, like, uh, Orange while he tried to hit a diving crossbody, mm-hmm. hit a diving, like, or hit, like, a swing-out, like, version of a Mishinoku driver. That sounds like, like the, uh, was it the upside-down slam that's in the game, no, except you sit down with it? Almost, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost, just about, but, but it was like, spinning. yeah, but he, like, because oh. he spins out with it, the way he, dri- you know, he kind of drives him in. Mm. It reminded me a little bit of, like, the, the like the cradle shock, Loki, you ah, know what okay. I mean? But, again, it's from, like, a... Like a cross bot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how how John seemed to be catching guys in yeah, midair and yeah, shit. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, he also hit him with like two fucking tombstones in a row, which kind of pissed me off because he kicked out of two. Yeah, I heard about uh, that. Man. He also did also hit a, a Mishinoku driver off the top rope though. Again, kick oh. out at two, bro. Uh, but near the the end, I guess he was going for his move. I'm not too familiar what his move is. Again, tag team guys, as far as I know him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kept saying it was like a, I guess a hammerlock version, of like the tombstone, like a pile driver. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Orange was able to roll through and hit a pinning combination for the win, man. But uh, he was selling that he was, uh, you know, kind of desperate for the win because at one point he hits the the beach break outside and he's like, "Fuck, mm. I'm going for the count out win." And you know, oh okay, yeah, that, been, that's yeah, he, definitely on a uh, uh, uncharacteristic. Enough, I mean, so. yeah, it's like you know, he obviously he's been on a good run, so that's why I mean, you know, obviously with the uh, the the battle royale showing up, you know, coming yeah, up soon, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking he may be dropping it or something. Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm um, trying out of steam. But speaking of which, Ricky Starks, uh, he had a backstage. Um, interview and uh he was actually announced as the second entrant in the battle royal uh again just for the international championship he's kind of low-key relinquishing it and putting it on the line so there's 21 people including him uh him being orange cassidy but the only two people announced has been uh, himself and ricky so okay I guess we'll have to wait to see what's going on. But Ricky was basically talking about having frustrations with, you know, Jay White and uh Juice Robinson, you know, them relentlessly jumping him all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, uh, they, they start jumping him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they say that they're having too much fun making his life a living hell and uh, say they're not done with him. So, uh, I mean, if, I would guess they'll probably possibly entrance in the, you know, to keep the story going. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of curious that there isn't uh, – space for him on the show but honestly yeah it's kind of weird i mean well they kind of kept it i think at eight matches this time so it's not that's kind of yeah, light was, for I them was, i was gonna say yeah which that, is that, fine it, for yeah me. especially for not just for them but for double or nothing uh, yeah i think uh, there's only two or three like matches that don't have a title on the line they're like you know oh, okay. like like the anarchy rules the, yeah or, or anarchy rules which in the out, arena shout out the ecw yeah. uh we did get a jungle boy backstage promo by the way the first match was uh the the ricky thing was a kind of a push i mean i, I didn't it wasn't good or bad for me it just I don't know where we're going with it. Like, they keep spoon-feeding it week per week. Yeah. Um, but Jungle Boy had a backstage promo. They kind of did one of these for almost everybody in the match for the four pillars. Uh, this was a down. I mean, it was an okay promo, but for me personally, it didn't really do anything in terms of giving me a reason to root for him out of the other four guys in the match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, again, yeah. that's just me. Um, kind of the same stuff about, you know, I've been doing this since I was 14 years old, and this is what I live for. Same old stuff yeah, we've kind of yeah, heard. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, from here, speaking of promos, we got an in-ring promo this time from FTR. Um, man, this is uh, you're gonna love this. They, they were shooting a little bit. Dax was uh, was doing <laughs> yeah, a little target I, practice. I, I did hear about this. Uh, I saw the verbiage actually. But yeah. yeah, Cash gives Jared and Lethal credit for outsmarting them. Says they're good, but they've been lucky and at double or nothing, their luck runs out. Uh, I was like, solid, solid Cash. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dallas shakes off the guitar shots and says that Jared swung a million guitars in his day and he'll still never be relevant. It says he's tried to attach his name to the greatest tag team in the world today. And I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But if you think for one second that if, if, that the head of the tag team division are going to be a couple of rejects from TNA, uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, says uh, after double or nothing, uh, Jarrett better call the queen of the mountain for some job security. And the crowd's like, oh. And he's like, by the way, I'm not talking about his bitch of a wife, Karen. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Dixie Carter. Mm-hmm. Top guys, out. Like, yeah. immediately, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah. And then all of a sudden, Mark Briscoe here reached for the sky, boy. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah, this is this is a trip. I, I heard about this. Yeah, because I don't know if you ever saw I was telling you about that pile driver thing. I think I, I yeah, tried to Yeah, no, that was, that was pretty I was stiff. like, that, that was a kind of a, a, a on point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying. That, that's how you shoot blind. I need you on the team, Yeah, yeah for real. Seriously, <laughs> Like, yeah. sheesh. Uh, First goes, you know, Mark comes out. Things get interesting, obviously. Cash intervenes, tells Mark not to let Jeff and Lethal make him look stupid as he reminds him about, you know, them going to war three times last year, him and his brother. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, basically he says, I'll go to war for you now. Mark responds in, in agreement and says, yeah, he calls them th- that they're all blood brothers, but I, he just had to ask Dax, what was up with the pile driver? Mm-hmm. Dax pleases Case, telling Mark he was trying to uh, pile drive one of the other exploited leader because it was like this long pause i don't know what he said but it was blanked out um and the crowd didn't really respond so i'm like i wonder what it was i don't mm. know really i mean you, you expect the crowd to be like oh yeah yeah no. no i got you uh but he apologizes and offers offers his hand for, for a handshake mark slaps his hand away as dax gets a little agitated says look i love you i love your family but i'm not gonna let you disrespect me on live tv now again i'm gonna ask you to shake my hand like a man and then Mark slaps him this time, like slaps him, slaps him. Mm, yeah, that's what I heard. Cash has to get in the middle of them as Cash keeps trying to tell Mark not to let Jared and Lethal get in his head. Uh, speaking of which, you know, they start showing up down the ramp as Mark starts to head his way back up the ramp. <laughs> Karen's there first. He kind of like shoves her out the way. Like, what the fuck am I? Like, kind of cross her over, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not really like push her, but you know when you cross someone, like, man, get the fuck out of my way, bitch. Yeah. Does that, walks up further. You see Sanjay try to uh, fucking hug him. He shoves him on his ass. 
fucking Jeff Jarrett walks up like like he didn't just see that happen. Tries to offer a fucking high five. He fucking bitch slaps his fool. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I, people say he had the sell of the of the night. Yeah, no, you know it was pretty good. Mm. It was pretty good. Uh, and then obviously he makes it all the way to the top with uh, Lethal and Satin. And Lethal was just like, "Yo, why did you do that?" And he just grabs him by the head. And he's just like, you know, hands on both sides of his face. He's like, he's like, yo, like, you're my boy, man. But I don't give a damn about these other clowns. And frankly, I'm getting tired of this bullshit. And it's not on mic. But you can hear every single word of it on camera. And he, he just takes his head and just shoves it away from him. Like, like the like I'm disappointed in you. Get the fuck out of my sight kind of thing, you know? Mm. And just storms out. I was like, fuck. That's a good moment for Mark. Yeah, I mean, commentary was like pushing it. Oh, I guess he's calling it down the middle, you know what I mean? Type mm-hmm. of thing. So Okay, that, that's going to be really fun then. Yeah, it was up for me. Um, This is another push right here. Sammy Guevara backstage interview. Renee is interviewing him before they even start. She's like, look, I don't give a damn about this guy. Uh, but apparently MJF gave me a message to relay to you while I'm here. And that's he's wanted to let you know that the offer still stands. Uh, as far as like the blank check if he lays down type mm, thing. Gotcha. Sammy says, hell no, I'm not going to lay down for you. Uh, he says he's not for sale. And then he, he just kind of talks about, you know, you know, he's always bringing up stories from him, his upbringing. He's like talking about All old, the time, yeah. old bosses that offered him promotions. But, you know, something about how he had, all he has to do is grow up and learn to live in the real world. And then so I'm going to tell MJF, like I told all those bosses, you could shove that offer up your ass because I am in the real world. I'm like, or you could have got paid more to yeah. not take bumps, but yeah. like, whatever. Well, uh, sense, but <laughs> he okay. kind of rod rise for a bit, but the fans seemed a little behind him by the end of it. He was he was talking about uh, becoming a new AEW champion. So, um, and mm. this and that's interesting because I, and I'll tell you why later when it comes to contract signing. Uh, from here we had the trios championship match, man: House of Black versus Ar Fox, Blake Christian, and, and Metalik. That is Grand Metalik. Man, that sounds like a. It was short because I, I seen them on ROH together, and they were. Th- this is what I like about these House of Black matches. They're like eight minutes a piece, and okay. they get so much out of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, just just remind you, no road break. Disqualification mm-hmm. is in effect. Mm-hmm. There's a twenty count uh, count out, so it's, it's twenty counts on the outside, not just ten. Yeah, I remember that. And then also, it's dealer's choice for whatever stipulation you want to add to it. So the dealer's choice for this stipulation, um, they said they want, and this was interesting, which I thought, yo, this could be actually the start of something cool if they started continuing this. It was called one man in, one man out, where it didn't tags didn't necessarily matter. So if two guys started and one guy just like, uh, like leaves the ring, another guy from the team could just hop in and start fucking punching the other. Oh, guy. so Lucha Brothers match? It, yeah, it was definitely Lucha rules. It was yeah, Lucha yeah. Brothers. You're right, 100. Uh-huh. percent That's what it was. Because the irony of that is that happens on the card, and we'll get to that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty oh, cool. That's right. Pretty <laughs> cool. So like, it made it more interesting because like, like for instance, they had spots where like. Matthews and Christian started, but Matthews hit a bicycle kick, knocking him out the ring. While his back is turned, uh, he walks into a springboard drop kick from Metalik, who was on the apron. Mm. And then he knocks Matthew out, out the ring. He tries to go for a diving attack, but when he hits the ropes, he comes back. Malachi enters out of nowhere, hits him with the fucking kitchen sink. And then AR Fox comes in. As Malachi is trying to throw him in the corner and attack him, Fox sees him coming in. He mm. back body drops him over the ropes. Okay. And then, like... He just laughs and walks off because he's like, I'm already on the apron. And by then, Brody was already in the ring and fucking ran in out there and fucking splashed. And I, I was figured. like, yo, this yeah. is a genius ass fucking like type of offense. Like that's actually it's like I said, it, it, I think it has to be with the right ones. Mm-hmm. But they pulled it off pretty well as an example of how, how it, like that rule could go off. So it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? That's dope. Um, what I will say is that, uh, uh, you know, we got, you know, really entertaining match. A little bit of razzle-dazzle from the faces, but finish comes through. Uh, you'll love this. It was a uh, House of Black. They had a um, 
they, they retained with a triple submission. I heard about this, yeah. but I didn't know what it was. So uh, I, uh, Matthews locks in A.R. Fox in the prism lock. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. The prism lock. What is that? Oh, that's his. Uh, that, that's his. That's mommy's uh, submission. The, ah, the inverted cloverleaf. Ah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, he gets to the ropes, but the commentary reminds him there's no ropes. Mm-hmm. Metalik tries to intervene, but Malachi comes running in and locks him in a rolling knee bar. Okay. And then Christian tries to help him, but then fucking he gets grabbed over the ropes by Brody and hangs him with the sleeper. <laughs> of course he did. And, and then fucking tap. Oh. You know what I mean? So it was dope. It was like I said. I'm I'm digging where the direction they're taking the trios championships with this new house rules type shit. Yeah, so. hey, no, it's really it's really innovative. I so like that, that. yeah, that was an up for me. Next up, BCC had a backstage promo, and this is mostly Moxie doing the talking. You'll love this. He said that they're the best in the world, and we don't say it lightly because it sounds cool. I'm not trying to sell you on it. As you see, my hand doesn't shake when I say it. That's because that's the standard that we set for ourselves every time we step inside in the ring. And fans open their pockets and part with their time and money to watch the greatest sport in the world. So we do the job the way it's meant to be done. And there's no one in the world that does it better than us. Uh, he said, you could tell the elite that it's the major league. Oh, he tells the elite that it's the, now they're in the major leagues, kids. Mm-hmm. And ask if they're ready to stand in the line of fire and step up to the plate and deliver when it counts. Because this Sunday, it's going to count. Because in a storm of violence, we will stand calm. And he, and he starts double, double guns at the camera. So ready, take aim and fire, because you will see the difference between professionals and amateurs. Mm. Yeah, it was tough. Mm. This is gonna be a probably the tallest tale I ever tell on this fucking thing right here. MJF in ring promo, because it was attached to other people coming in. Right, you know I mean, mm-hmm. he starts uh, walking straight to the commentary table when he comes out, steals Tony uh, Shivani's drink, tapes a, si- uh, a sip, and throws the rest on him. Then he proceeds to spit on someone in the crowd, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like. He spit what was ever in that cup on somebody. No, like actually, spit. no. He hocked a luga. I'm like, yo, dude. I know, we, I know you're a bastard of a heel, but even for me, I'm like, yo, this isn't the ECW. Like, this isn't Dudley Boys in the '90s, bro. Like, you know, we ain't got to protect the business that hard. I, we get, we worry. No, you don't got to convince us. Like, you're, no, you're crazy. You're, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And the guy's just kind of like in disbelief, and just like looking, like he, he's kind of embarrassed, but at the same time, like, yo, should I do something about that? Like, yeah, he, yeah. You can kind of see it on his face, unless he was a plant. I don't know, man. Man. I don't know how much I'm getting paid to get spit on by somebody, but Jeez. whatever. Um, Let alone, what's his name? But uh, he, he opens up by saying he wants Sammy to stick his tongue into a light socket. Uh, he wants Darby to climb Mount Everest because he recently said that that was like his uh, his um, dream come true or something. Oh, okay. Uh, he said he wants him to climb Mount Everest with his shoes untied. <laughs> and he wants uh, Jungle Boy to be thrown into an echo chamber and speak. <laughs> that way he can uh, uh, he, he'd be able to bore himself to death. <laughs> Uh, he does. He does put over all four pillars, including himself. Says in forty years, every man has been a part of what, some of the best matches in AEW, and argues that those four aren't just a part of AEW. That the goddamn it, they are AEW. But says, you know what? But I don't want to be anymore. I've grown bored of this place. It's sick of uh, of all the lack of competition and the fans that show me the respect I deserve. Pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Playing uh, into his uh, contract. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It says uh, you know the four way is more or less a conspiracy to like kind of get the belt off of him, where he doesn't necessarily have to get pinned because. Tony knows his contract is coming up. Uh, he, calls, he calls all three guys talented, but like everyone else on the roster. That's like six months away, but okay. Uh, yeah, that's why I said. Uh, but he says, that, like everyone else on the roster, they're not on the same level as the devil. Uh, Darby Allen's music hits, and he comes down to the ring, mic in hand, because he's the only guy that didn't have a pre-tape, um, along with MJF. Mm-hmm. So uh, he spins another story about his youth coming out of high school and people telling him to play it safe, etc. Uh, he rounds it off by saying he needs to be the face of AEW in order to do so. He's going to have to take the title. Um, says he might even do so with the headlock takeover. And I'm like, man, like, I don't think it's hidden. 
the way no. that y'all been wanting it to hit. No, so it was no. kind of a, this is why this was a push to me. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but uh, MGF then kicks him in the dick right when I said he's going to kick you in the dick. And then I'm like, boom, kicks him in the dick. Mm. And then he's about to line him up for to hit him with the dynamite diamond ring. But Sammy Guevara's music hits to massive fanfare in Vegas. Mm. Um, and yeah, he uh, makes the save. But then MGF takes the powder, walks up the ramp. Until Jungle Boy's music hits, MJF tries to hit him with the belt. Jack ducks and uh, leaves MJF laying while holding the title, and nobody is really uh, reacting to it, to mm. be honest. Like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but... No, no, I mean, you got to give it to him because no one's expecting that to happen at all. So let yeah. him dream, and usually the person that does that is not and the person true, who And that's true, to have him be the guy to leave the champion laying right before the, yeah. the go-home. That's, that's yeah. the only time you're going to get to do that, really. Yeah. So uh, We had Tyre Valkyrie versus Lady Frost, man. Um, mm-hmm. I did see this advertised... Uh, Pretty. Good. I mean, they, they they you know let it, let her get some stuff in and stuff like that. Uh, she's currently with ROH too, so I mm. definitely uh, you know go and watch this match as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, obviously a uh, little tune-up match for Taya Valkyrie. No disrespect again to Lady Frost. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, she hits her with the Road to Valhalla for the win. I mean, Jade and uh, you know Layla Gray, Smart Mark. They they were outside on the ramp watching like you know were. the match, but mm. you know nothing other than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Um, you know, up for her because she needed it, but I mean, it sucked because the crowd was very like not reactive. Like, like you can see people are like visibly talking to each other in the first row. Ah, he wouldn't Yeah, they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, no interest. Yeah, like not looking at the ring, like talking, but like mm-hmm. look, looking at each other talking. But, uh, like you said earlier, we were talking about the news. The Tony Khan announcement was made officially. Uh, mm-hmm. The first episode of AW Collision happened Saturday, June seventeenth. Um, I'm, ex- I'm I wrote 5 p.m. here because he only said Central Time and he said 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, okay. So, so I'm like, okay, I must 5 be 5 p.m. on the West Coast. Exactly. Least, so yeah. I'm like, I'm wondering if, they, if if it's always gonna be at five on Saturdays. Mm. Not a bad slot. No. You yeah. know, I mean, I wonder. You know, definitely uh, gives me something to watch on phone. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah. but yeah, at the United Center in Chicago, uh, to a huge mis- mixed reaction, like we talked about too. But kind of, I guess, leaves some sort of credence to a possible deal uh, in place for CM Punk to return, possibly. Okay. I don't want to feel the flames, but, you know, we were talking about it earlier. I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm like, even if he's not there, I don't see, like, him not going there. I mean, like, Chicago was always kind of AW's official home yeah. before Punk was there. Yeah, so, seriously. You know. yeah. Uh, from here, we had an Adam Page backstage interview. This is up for me. Uh, Marvez asked Page the status of his uh, friendship, kept it short and sweet. Um he said, you know, Hangman explains that, you know, even though him and Kenny never been the closest of friends, after everything they've all been through, he realizes they've uh, been, you know, more than that, which has been family the whole time. Mm. says that BCC nearly cost him his eye, Matt's bicep, Nick's shoulder, and turned Don against Omega, but says that the cost that they've ran up, this is how he said it, the cost you guys ran up with us is too high. And this Sunday, you pay up in blood. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, that's the fucking yeah, that's cowboy the shit yeah, I'm yeah. talking oh, about, maybe dude. Maybe he needed that, that That's the patch. hangman. Maybe it's the eye patch. Yeah. Take him to the gallows, yeah, motherfucker. Ser- seriously. Uh, this is going to be the uh, the last three segments here. We had the Adam Cole, Chris Jericho contract signing, man. Uh, Cole came down with Roger Strong as uh, he had a match with Danny, or he does have a match with Danny Garcia later. Uh, Jericho came down to the ring uh, with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Sands Sammy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said that was interesting earlier. That he was, uh, he has not been really on screen. Yeah, he's been associated, yeah. right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, uh, but then he was wearing spikes on his shirt and his pants, and I was like, dude, tell me you're not going to do the whole spike shit again. But he yeah, didn't. Seriously, Shivani was mediating. Explains there's no physicality uh, allowed during the signing. Uh, says the uh, the contract is for the unsanctioned match. Explains that both men are signing it so the AW will not be responsible, and that it's a personal contract between uh, Jericho and Cole. Uh, Cole immediately, immediately signs it. Goes on uh, a promo about not being able to eat or sleep. Trying to figure out why Jericho did what he did. 
and uh, obviously Burt Baker. He tells Chris that double or nothing. We'll see if he can walk after he breaks both of his legs. Says uh, we'll see how much he loves to run his mouth when he shatters his jaw and tells him he won't be able to write after he uh, he breaks his hands and says, if I were you, actually, I'd sign the paper, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and then Jericho responds to the crowd's like, uh, he's like, sign it, bitch, sign it, bitch, or something like that. I forgot. Like, they, they basically were, like, jeering him, and then he mm. gets up and just says, I ain't no bitch. I, I'm not from Las Vegas. <laughs> I was like, mm. crowd was mad at that, yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he then replays the footage of uh, the attack on Brit, obviously, to try to get under his skin, to try to cause a physicality. Mm. Um, you know, asking Cole again, what kind of man is trying, you know, you know, what kind of man just watches and, you know, calls him a coward again. Uh, Jericho finally signs a contract, tells him he can't beat the Ocho because, once again, you've been outsmarted. Uh, and he calls into the fact that there are no rules in the unsanctioned match and that there's five of them and only two of, uh, you know, including, you know, Cole and uh, Roddy. Mm-hmm. Cole says he's right, which is why he made a call to someone who he knows lives in Las Vegas and claims this man is crazier than all five of the JS combined. I was like, it's Ryback. <laughs> ah, that would have been cool. <laughs> and says he's a homicidal, suicidal, and genocidal as Sabu's music hits. And I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of missed it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, before Billy Ray stole it. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Uh, but yeah, he makes his way down to the ring. Cole picks up a chair, tosses it to Sabu, who just t- in turn just throws it at Daddy Magic mm. as the rest of the JS scatter out the ring. Like, it was, it was that part was pretty funny. Mm. Because, cause, like, when he comes out, you see Daddy Magic, like, who is this guy? You know him? You know this guy? <laughs> to fucking Jericho, who's just like, He's trying to figure out, why is he a big deal? <laughs> Who is this guy? And then I'm like, the fact that he's the one that gets fucking hit with a, with mm-hmm. a chair. Uh, last two right here, man. Then we'll get into some predictions, man. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Danny Garcia. I mean, they, they ended up staying after the, you know, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I heard, I heard this was low-key a, a good match. It just didn't get the, the time it needed. Yeah, I agree. Fan, for the live crowd to get, yeah, to man, get invested. Yeah, man, I definitely agree. You know, they like one thing I haven't really used a lot on, on this show, and because uh, I haven't had a, re- a reason to, is... They were uh, jockeying for position mm, mm. Uh, in the start of the match. Pretty good, man. They were trading chops and stuff like that. Um, what I will say is, you know, there, there were some stuff where, like, uh, <laughs> you know, Danny was doing his dance, and then you got Taz like, oh, hey, Shivani, it's kind of like old uh, Alex Wright. You know what I mean? And, and then you just hear fucking Excalibur, Das Wunderkind. <laughs> I was like. Das <laughs> I'm like, why, why, why the he random is, Alex Wright? keeping. The uh, he he is keeping that that name alive, bro. Yeah, no, it, it was cool. I mean, we did get to see some uh some of the backbreakers. Like Garcia tried for a running boot. Roddy does like a laycock backbreaker. Uh, Garcia he he actually hit a rock bottom. I don't know if he I don't think he's always hit that, but he was hitting a rock bottom in his match. Who? But, uh, Garcia. Uh, now I'm yeah I've seen him do that before. Yeah, that's what I said too, man. Uh, anyways. Uh, he did hit the dragon tamer in the middle of the ring, but Roddy, Roddy was able to roll back through and uh, shove Garcia off as he hits the gut check, and then the end of the heartbreak for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shout out to Roddy getting you know getting yeah. that momentum. But main event time, man. Uh, we had Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, uh, excuse me, uh, taking on Lucha Bros for the ROH Tag Team Titles. Okay. Um, BCC was out. Uh, Sans Mox, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Danielson hops on commentary, and I want to make sure I told you this. He refers to Excalibur as the man in the mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he, he's been doing that He's lately. been taking over uh, the, mm, the responsibility. Yeah, he did that uh, a couple episodes ago, I noticed, too. Bless his heart. Uh, all four men, just they start the match brawling, bro. And then Lucha Bros, they just go ham, bro. Like, they hit a double super kick on both guys. They hit dual running dives to the outside. And then they both hit, uh, like, fucking right after the, the double suicides, 
Penta hits a, d- a diving crossbody on the outside again, and then this fool Phoenix right after hits like what I, I can only cr- describe as a quadruple jump fucking spring because you know he always goes from the top to the bottom top to the bottom like he did it like three fucking times you know what i mean oh that yeah yeah that that whole shit Mm -hmm. uh penta hit the uh penta driver on you to uh for like almost an ear fall but you know claudio was able to uh stop it yeah yeah man um they go try to go for the double fear factor early but claudio runs in for the save uh, Penta hit the sling blade on Claudio. Like Claudio was getting like kind of like bodied, bro. I ain't gonna really? lie to you. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Penta was bringing that fight. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and this is what's funny. You were talking about earlier. Penta hits the sling blade on Claudio, and then even though they didn't even tag in, Phoenix comes in trying for a springboard attack on Claudio, who counters with the upper, uh, European uppercut, and then he throws like Penta out of the ring, and then he goes for the pin, and then the refs counting the pin. I'm like, bro. He's not the he's not the legal man. Like yeah, that was yeah. like, what is going on? Like you know, it was super weird. But another time he tries to go for the uh, recall recall bomb, but uh, he oh no, I'm sorry. Before that, uh, he he does hit the swing, and then uh, Yuta hits the basement dropkick with it, like him and Tyson Kidd used to do. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, Claudio tried for the recall bomb at one. I got always a fucking hard time saying that. Uh, but Phoenix flo- floats through uh, with the sunset flip uh, as a counter. Uh, Panda got the hot tag, you know, and Lucha Bros start uh, as I as I wrote, uh, Lucha Broing out, uh, doing what they do. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, Alex Abrahantes gets on the apron complaining about Claudio because he like uh caught one of the Lucha Bros with a uh uh, uh European uh, uppercut when he tried to hit the ropes for uh, some sort of attack. Oh, okay. So he hops on the apron. He's just, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're like, you know, the whole you're causing more harm to your team than good. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you see uh, um, fucking uh. The Lucha Bros start to go for the the double uh, fear factor on um, Yuta again, and then you see Cesaro's trying to get in the ring, but he can't. And then the the fucking cameras pan down. You see the fucking Young Bucks are under the ring and they're holding this fucking. Oh uh, yeah, I did hear. Yeah, about that. <laughs> they're yeah. holding this fucking leg. So then, like, they hit the fear factor. They retain the titles, and then after the match, it's just super kicking the shit out of fucking <laughs> Cesaro. And then and then when everyone realizes what's going on, because fucking like Brian Danielson is just like incensed on fucking commentary. He, that's the perfect place to put him, though. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fucking pissed, and then so they they they, they book it through the crowd. Moxley runs down to the ring now. He grabs a mic to cut a very Mox promo about teeth and faces not being recognizable, uh, but promising to plaster the elite on the pavement of Las Vegas Boulevard. I heard of it. Yeah. Uh, goes on to further encourage the fans to buckle up their goddamn seatbelts as he ensures this will be the most violent match in AEW history because they won't accept anything less. But yeah, that was pretty much it, man. Oh, okay. Um, but. I think uh, it's around that time, man. I don't want to waste no time. Let's get into some of these predictions. Yes, sir. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, again, you know, we'll try to make it rapid fire. I think it's like technically eight matches, and it's technically one we can't really. Uh, I don't want to say predict on predict or? on only because we don't know all the participants. I guess we could only predict whether one would retain or lose championship. But okay. I, I guess I'll start there. Okay. Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah, that's right. In the twenty one, the the the, ba- the blackjack battle royale, right? The yeah. only two people that are that have been um, officially announced in it is Orange Cassidy and Ricky Starks. That's so weird because I just thought maybe there'd be something way more for Ricky. You know, especially when it doesn't seem like there's any definite um, end yet to this feud with you know BC Gold. You know, what I mean, like, and so I just thought that I guess the, I thought they were gonna have a match, um, but. You know, I'll, I'll be bold. I, while in my heart, I think the right thing to do is to have Cassidy drop it. I feel like it's going to be Cassidy that retains. 
I think Cassidy's gonna drop it because Tony loves Cassidy so much. He's been putting up numbers with these with these matches that mm-hmm. he this is the only way he can afford him to lose. I think. Mm-hmm. So th- I'm going Orange is gonna lose. That's the only way we, I feel like. Yeah, we can I'm gonna really go. Get I'm to gonna it. go Orange retains. Yeah. Um. So next one, FTR, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal with yeah. Mark Briscoe, mm-hmm. special guest referee, AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. I'm going for the top guys. Yeah, um, top I mean, guys as well. Yeah. Um, it's not that I can't see Jeff Jarrett and Lethal because they did win it once but kind of got robbed, as they say. They yeah. do have a case, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, some shenanigans there as well. But FDR just kind of got them back. It's, it's their you know first I mean? defense, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just don't see it. It's yeah. the first FTR pancake fight like an eight-year-old yeah. girl breakfast. Yeah, or, exactly. We do it every year. No, we do it every year. But it's the first one. Uh, Wardlow defending the uh, TNT championship against Christian Cage. Ladder match. Um, he has Arn in his corner, Luchasaurus in uh, Christian's I'm going, corner. I'm going to go Christian Cage. I'm going to go Wardlow. I'm going to go Wardlow retains. Uh-huh. Though I'm not mad that if Christian were to get some, finally get some gold in this piece. Well, outside the Impact Championship, but that's another day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next five, here we go, man. Jay Cargill defending the TBS Championship against Taya Valkyrie, finally. Taya. I'm going Taya as well. Mm-hmm. You got Jamie Hayter. I, I believe she's probably. I mean, I think you were. Uh, I think we were alluding to the fact that she may actually be out with uh, visa issues more than it was an actual injury. Oh, okay. Um, but she's supposed to be defending her championship, Jamie Hayter, against Tony Storm, AEW Women's Championship. I mean, that's gonna be a really fun be rematch because the last yeah. time I don't remember which pay per view that was, but that was. So, I think it was November. What's that one that's in there? Um, oh, that'd be Rebel. Uh, or maybe not. Full November. Gear. Full Gear. Full Gear. Yeah, whenever that was, that was a great match. So. I'm happy to see this. I'm going to say Tony Storm. Not that Hater hasn't been doing her thing, but I just feel like um, the, something needs to happen in this storyline to make it interesting. And a main title switching hands, I'm not mad at. So uh, Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole, unsanctioned match with uh, they for some reason. Obviously, after getting into the Sabu thing, they've added that he's going to be the special enforcer. I don't. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, buddy of mine looked it up. They've only had one match together, Jericho and Sabu, and it was uh, not even. In, uh, he says it was back when he was in like the Thrill Seekers like gear. See, my was thing is, I, you know me, I'm a Sabu guy, but he yeah. is so out of place as out of place gets in this whole situation. Yeah. I don't care what small shred of degree of separation he's got with Jericho. I'm gonna go Adam Cole, and I want an extra point if Britt Baker gets some licks in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. But, yeah, I'm going Adam Cole as well. Right. Uh, the Elite versus BCC, Anarchy anarchy in the Arena. Um, I'm going the Elite, and it's going to push towards blood and guts, right? It has to. Yeah, like, I would think so. Um, yeah, I'm going to go the Elite. I think what might happen is the BCC kind of get their lick back in a way that, like you said, pushes the blood and guts. But who knows if it can get that bad on TV. And last but not least, four corners, or I should say four pillars, four-way MJF defending the AEW Triple B against Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allen. Short and sweet, dude. I'm. I think that MJF is going to retain, but mm-hmm. it, this is you know could be probably one of their better uh, main events in, in quite a long time. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say MJF. Um, I think it's a good spot for everyone, but you know, from what I heard in the review, there wasn't a great go home segment to really boost this the way it needed to be boosted. But uh, I, I think everyone deserves to get in that main event slot, and uh, you know, hopefully everyone just shows out. But they're definitely going to get in each other's way, allowing MJF to retain that uh, triple B baby.
That's what that's what I'm thinking too, for sure. I mean, obviously, like everyone's gonna be like you said, gonna be able to get their shit off. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm thinking MJF is gonna be. Uh, I mean, it's a story to tell. I mean, with him without the title in 2024 and the yeah. whole contract, I don't see him losing to like the summer, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe all uh, out. I can see all out. Like, next, like this all out? I don't know. We'll, I, I think, yeah, we'll see. in August, I think, is when it is. Because I, I put like this. I feel like they had to tell the story with the championship, with the whole contract. But I don't know. I don't know when this fucking contract ends. It's, it's probably not January, Six right? months from now, so. I guess January? Yeah, yeah. I think it's right, it's in right the before. So, yeah, I think it's early 2024. So maybe so. maybe he'll have it till full gear before he loses. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? We'll see, yeah. Anyways, man, I want to thank you all for doing what y'all do, man. That's supporting what we do, and that's what we love to do. And that's, uh, you know, checking out, you know, wrestling on the daily, on the weekly, uh, fucking running our promotion, dropping the hottest wrestling bars, just giving back to the culture. Contributing and, uh, to the culture. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is y'all are always supporting us, and we 100% appreciate y'all, man. So go ahead and follow us everywhere you go on social media. That is at The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. And don't forget backslash The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. And uh, we're also on TikTok. And don't forget to check out uh, The Quincy Jones Show, the album. Uh, yes, sir. Just bars on I'm top on of there. bars. I, you are get that. Some people didn't make it. No, nope. um, but Cut. it is what it is. <laughs> but look, just you know, again, y'all been supporting us, and 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 again, super appreciative, man. So if you guys get around to it, check me out, Quincy Jones. Go, Quincy Jones. Show the album. It's gonna be everywhere you go to stream music, man. Yes, sir. Um, also got the music video, No Mercy. Check that out as well, man. Gonna be on the YouTube. Uh, you Do can it. check me out. And, uh, of course, you can check Doc out with his music as well. You guys know the deal, man. Everywhere you like to go ahead and stream your favorite uh, artists, whether, you know, whatever the platform is, whether it's, uh, you know, iTunes, Apple Music, if it's YouTube Music, Amazon, Tidal, uh, you know, uh, obviously Spotify, everywhere in between. Go ahead and get that search bar. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. That's D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. There I are with five-star bars for you and yards, et cetera, et cetera. You guys know the deal. Check out that This Is Awesome uh, project, which, of course, features the world's greatest tag team partner in this business on the planet. <laughs> That's Quincy Jones Go. I love uh, that the legendary <laughs> and iconic Mega Ran from the culture. <laughs> and uh, my, my boy and uh, members you know, only, very talented confidant, I. Ellis, the artist. And yeah, that's, shout uh, out. Shout out for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. really talented. Hey, but Look if, out for if, him. if wrestling bars ain't your thing, go ahead and check out, uh, you know, I got tons of other things on there. Collaboration, singles, he's audio, an visual. Artist. To out. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, very well-rounded. well-rounded. Yes. Yep. yep. Pillar to post, sir. But uh, other than that, follow you boy at Doc Lesnar for all things having to do with my music. Follow me at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things having to do with this podcast. Hashtag Wrestle Wednesday. Yes, sir. Going. And hey, yo, course, that, that Hardy Boy shirt you had the other day was was fire. You know what's funny? I came in a wrestle crib. I, I figured. Yeah, it was like not, and a lot, someone in my but comments it, asked me, where'd you get that from? Good. Fire. Yeah. Good. From the compound. Uh, and then, of course, at Lesnar's underscore lots. That's Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari store. Yep. Funko Pops, wrestling merch, wrestling autographs, yep. uh, you know, autographs in general from TV, uh, movie autographs. I got a lot of different things, but mostly wrestling things. So go ahead and check me out. And, of course, follow at Winter Circle Pro yes, on sir. Instagram for all things having to do with our wrestling uh, uh, company, uh, Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. Winter Circle right Pro Wrestling. SoCal, baby. At Winter Circle PW on Twitter as well as uh, backslash Winter Circle PW as well on, uh, I believe it's uh, TikTok. And, um, yeah, man, you can find us at Winter Circle uh, Pro as well on Facebook. And don't forget and to YouTube. go to don't forget to go to paidfull.eventbrite.com. Again, paidfull.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets. Uh, paid tickets, in full. Man, yeah, tickets been going, man, and I just want to – for sure, appreciate everyone that's been supporting us since day one, man. It's our third show this year. 
doing it big, paid in full, got yeah. a lot of matches, got our first women's match going to be scheduled as well. Mm-hmm. We've unveiled uh, some of our talent as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to so say, we, have, we haven't had a chance to even unveil the matches yet, just unveiling the talent. Still got a few more to go, but excited to uh, let y'all know what's going on. So yeah, again, just stay tuned. Yeah, follow us on social media and, and y'all stay updated, and speak, man. Yeah, and speaking of matches, go to YouTube as well. Yes. YouTube.com backslash at Winter Circle Pro. That's Absolutely. YouTube dot com at winter circle pro and you'll see uh we got show, uh matches from our last two shows yeah we got uh, yeah we got our uh, we got it was written on there as well as um the first two matches from uh hard to earn and uh we just dropped something today actually yeah so go ahead and check it out uh featuring delilah doom yes sir um but on that note i think we only have a few words from huh top guys out, out.